You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thursday, September 26th. If you feel a shift in the force, it's because Andy had coffee this morning. <laughs> this is the extra caffeinated coffee hour. <laughs> and we all have like weird allergy voice going on. This is my autumn voice. <laughs> you like it? You know what's really yeah. funny is my coffee doesn't have much caffeine in it. So Well, don't tell everyone that. Sorry. <laughs> So that there's was really the whole no, point. No explanation. There's no explanation. Wait, you, I, non-caffeinated coffee? I know. It's Why? It's like leftover bacon. There is no such thing. Like, no, what's the point? Yeah. There's no point. <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone who drinks decaf. I don't mean to offend. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. We have enough about my decaf tendencies. Let's talk about... <laughs> Something more important. More important. <laughs> um, we're going to be conventional. Follow up to the convention, the LCMS convention that took place this summer. And uh, we're also going to check in with our friends at American Heritage Girls. Mm-hmm. They recently celebrated another milestone, a birthday. And how did they do that with, uh, they observed National Day of Service. So mm-hmm. we'll talk with them in just a little while as well. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us in studio this morning, the Reverend Dr. John Sia, Secretary of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Um, new Secretary, like newly re- re-upped? Yeah, re- re-upped. re-upped. Yes, yes. <laughs> go on another go, round. Does that go on your business card? Uh, yeah. Re-upped it should, Secretary. You know, getting service stripes or something. Yeah, there Reinstalled, you go. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got one, uh, re- one term under your belt. Reinstalled, rebooted. Rebooted. Oh. Yes, Secretary, Secretary 2.0. 2.0. There we go. <laughs> There we go. I like that one. Oh, man. Um, so we had a, a convention this summer. LCMS had the 60... Oh, I lost track. This would be 67. 67th regular convention of the LCMS. And, I mean, the, the convention is kind of like all... That, that's a pretty big part of your job, right, as secretary? It's kind of It, it is a good chunk. You know, it, it, it seems like you, know, you, you think, okay, we're going to get through the convention and then... Uh, and then things will get easier, and well, then it's time to wrap it up and get ready for the next one. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, it is, uh, you know, an important part of my job, and it's something I, you know, I facilitate really the congregations being able to run what's their synod and make all the decisions that govern what we'll do for the next three years and on. So, uh, it's kind of an exciting thing to be a part of, and for convention nerds anyway. <laughs> The world needs convention nerds. We need a few. Really? We need really. a few. And the cool thing um, uh, with with the convention online is that all everyone who has been hearing these interviews could actually go like watch what you actually get to do at convention, too. Absolutely, yeah. It was and, pretty uh, cool. Even during the convention, I you know would see emails pop up or get voice <laughs> messages popping up from people that were streaming at home, you know. Fan so, mail? Did you uh, get fan mail? Well, not quite that, but... Uh, <laughs> it was more like fix your hair, so... <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, please wear a cap up there. The shine is getting distracting. Blinding me. But anyway, uh, what are some of the... uh... (laughs) Secretarial Shekinah there. I broke Andy. What are some of the uh, outcomes of this convention to be in all seriousness? (laughs) In all seriousness. Well, uh, you know... Some of the outcomes are somewhat intangible. The church body getting together and people uh, sharing their experiences, sharing their their dreams for the synod and working together on what the synod's going to be and do for all our congregations, for our missions throughout the world. So, you know, that's a big one, no matter what else happens. But the the most measurable piece of work um, or pieces of work are the elections, of course, and which we don't need to talk about. The folks are 
in place and doing their jobs since September 1st, <laughs> uh, and the resolutions. And uh, this uh, go-round, there were 111 resolutions that were put before the convention, uh, in publication anyway, and 96 of those received action during the days of the convention in Tampa. So they move along pretty fast, and 95 of those were adopted. So a whole host of things uh from uh, developing positions that Synod takes on on issues and providing guidance to our congregations and church workers to arranging the bylaws uh, in minute detail and even the Constitution this time uh, Mm. as to how it will govern our our life together. What were some of the proceedings from the convention that now present action items for various committees? Well, uh, (laughs) now I have to mention one in particular for Uh folks uh, involved in any congregations that might be listening. That is uh, Resolution 905 was actually a constitutional amendment for the Synod, Uh, probably the the constitutional amendment that's touched the most text since 1924. Mm. And that now has to be ratified by the congregation. So it had to receive a two-thirds vote uh, at the convention, which it did handily. And now my office has sent ballots out to the congregations for them to consider that in their voters' meetings and to mark on there whether they, too, approve of that constitutional amendment. Uh, It doesn't do anything terribly exciting, but it does clean up kind of a lot of the accumulated yeah, little problems that uh, that slip into things when they've been tinkered with for, you know, nearly 100 years. <laughs> um, so uh, it's an important, uh, an important amendment. We look forward to getting those ratification ballots out. Uh, there's some other kind of big reorganization pieces. Uh, Synod's uh, relationship with its recognized service organizations, including some of its schools. Uh, that, uh, after the work of a big task force, received kind of a rework this time. And so we're working eagerly on renewing those relationships with our RSOs and kind of of specializing those relationships uh, because one size doesn't quite fit all when you're talking about a, a whole host of different types of organizations that serve uh, their communities and the church in a, in a whole host of ways. So those are a couple of the biggies. Mm-hmm. What about uh, relationships with our partner churches? I know there was there were some uh, significant things that, that happened and, and some guests too from from partner churches. Yeah, there. that's and that's one of the highlights of every yeah. convention. And our church body, of course, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, is very engaged overseas and and seeing really tremendous interest from uh, Lutherans and other parts of the world uh, who uh, have a solid biblical and confessional stance, um, but are looking for help to develop thorough processes of pastoral education and and training of other church workers. And our synod, of course, has a deep heritage in that and a lot of facility in that and is able to help them. So uh, quite a number of church bodies uh, requesting fellowship, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that are that are in agreement with us doctrinally and practically. And uh, so we yeah, we received uh, a number of those um, from uh, Belgium, Portugal, South Africa, uh, Denmark uh, at this and uh, our you know, got to hear from and, and mm-hmm. see uh, folks that we're still in discussion with for future arrangements. So yeah. uh, that's that is a very exciting, a very exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Anything to share? The, you, you mentioned that the uh, new officers or newly elected officials are have been in place since September one. Installation was um, just what a few weeks ago, September thirteenth. Yeah, September thirteenth, uh, Friday evening uh, at the seminary here. And uh, probably the biggest uh, change there is the retirement of First Vice President Herbert Miller mm-hmm. and uh, the assumption of office of uh, Peter Lang, who was formerly the district president of Kansas, 
Uh, he has uh, taken up residence in the office right next door to me, so uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're getting to know each other in a new capacity and, and enjoying that a lot. But uh, uh, First Vice President Miller was certainly a, a tremendous mm-hmm. blessing to the Synod mm-hmm. uh, in his service as First Vice President and previously as Southern Illinois District President and uh, presented just a marvelous paper uh, at the convention, a real... Uh, a celebration of being joyfully Lutheran. That was the the theme. And uh, he was just on fire with uh, joyful Lutheranism there. It was a fantastic thing to see. And uh, certainly welcoming Pastor Lang to the International Center here, Mm -hmm. recently installed. We've extended an invitation to him to the coffee hour, so let him him know that it's not as brutal as it sounds. Okay, well, maybe he's he's streaming upstairs, you know. (laughs) Hopefully he is. Seeing how his neighbor's being treated. (laughs) So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get to introduce him here on the coffee hour in the very near future. That's something to look forward to. That Mm -hmm. was quite, I I had the privilege of attending the, the President's Orientation and the installation service that evening. It was quite an installation. I don't think I've ever seen that many people installed at one time because not only you know pre- those who were elected as you know president officers right. that sort of thing but also board members committee members mm-hmm. yeah, the, all the those, board the new board commission members that are there for orientation and, and of course it 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 accelerates rapidly you know uh, <laughs> you get to the president and then you do some vice presidents and then you know the board and then everybody else but uh, it's the all call but um, but no, it's it's really a great opportunity to celebrate uh, the folks that the Lord gives us to serve in these offices mm-hmm. and to, to contemplate what really is a serious responsibility for all these people from top to bottom to look to the things that the congregations of Senate have made to help each other out and to do the, the, the mission uh, beyond their borders. So Sure. It was, it was quite the service. Yeah. Like you said, starting with the president, installation of the president. And then once he's installed, then he turns around and does the rest of the installations. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it was, it was a whole host, but, uh, it was very nice service and, uh, it was a, a joy to get to be there and be a part of it. So you mentioned now that convention, this convention is done, you begin work already on the next convention. So what are the first steps for you in preparation for, what is that? 2021? 2022. Or 2022. Yes. My yeah. math. Uh, yeah, I had coffee. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, we haven't gone to a two-year series. Uh, oh, man. Um, uh, you know, to, to prepare for the next one, it's really kind of getting all the... Uh, we, we did a lot of work on the documents uh, this time and uh, getting things ready uh, very early on so folks can put their overtures in a proper template and have everything at their fingertips that they need to put together good resolutions for the convention. And so we're working some more on refreshing that and hoping to get some materials to the district conventions for 2021 so that they can start Mm -hmm. using things in the same format and have everything ready to go uh, for what comes up to the synod level. Uh, Consistency. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. (laughs) Where are we headed? Do we know where we're headed in 2022 for convention? Uh, uh, 2022, I don't know that that's been officially announced. All right. Very good. Well, we'll we'll hold everyone in suspense until (laughs) we have an official announcement. Thank you so much to Reverend Dr. John Sias, Secretary of Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Thanks for being our guest. Always a pleasure. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll learn more about what's going on with American Heritage Girls these days. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thank you.